Spider-Man no, no Way Matt, you didn't know the one of the biggest movies. It's actually the biggest movie since the pandemic. The it made a billion dollars. Yeah, well. And and I think it deserved it. Good for Yeah, it's a good movie. I think it deserved it. Um, I I think at first I hated it. I absolutely hated it. But then what they did with it, it made me Save enjoy it. it. Save it for the spoiler cast, man. Save I love it. Actually, I'm down. Let's let's just like try and do a spoiler cast for two completely unrelated, um, unrelated films. Well, you could get everyone could get you all to watch some weird art house horror movie, and you could just procrastinate and for half an hour talking about that. And it's oh, this triple A movie, <laughs> and we're live. Nothing like that. I know. Human sheep hybrids. Yeah, <laughs> and then comes the, the horror little girl to tell you. It brought her into yeah. focus. It didn't blur her out. It's like, but it's partially blurring her out. That's super creepy. <laughs> <laughs> it's like um, it's like when the ghost has the power over your technology. That's what she has. <laughs> So you're not getting attacked by someone from the Ring movies, are you? No, it doesn't have black like, hair. No black it, hair. We're good. She's good. He's good. No black hair. Okay. Hello, we are Pixel Points. We are the only podcast that talks about two things that we enjoy, which is good beer and video games. We're not here to promote drinking. Video or games? Sometimes, or games? sometimes video games. Yeah. Because <laughs> whatever, you know what I mean. I've, I've got my site set on the kickoff at, in just under three hours' time. Um, I'm way more interested in than talking to you bunch of bastards. Um, and I can't believe I had to work this weekend as well because of legal deadlines. <laughs> Lawyers. Um, there was a great quote. It's, it's an unattributed one. It may even have been made up, but I love it, which is, Lawyers are as ubiquitous and useful to human society as rats. <laughs> yeah, there's big ones and small ones. I get it. <laughs> Some of them are the size of footballs. Um, uh, yes, uh, right. And New York rats are tough, so that would make sense. Yep. Um, oh, actually, name? actually, sorry. Do you want to hear a very funny statistics that you would like, Keith, about rats? Is it about Betty White and rats? No. So okay. there was a there's a there's a re, there's a a poll taken at the end of the year. And so there's actually two versions. There's an American version and a UK version. So you can, so you can guess which one is how many Americans think, or how many UK people, the percentage think they can beat up a rat in a fight. They could take that. They could take on a rat. Yes. 30%. Oh, okay. So, so let's just do America first and then we'll do UK second. It's really quick. Promise. I'm going to get a U.S. Uh, I'm going to guess actually, uh, 44%. Okay. Matt. 30%. And I'm just going to take us on this one. UK will take you too. Um, uh, uh, it's 64%. Now guess how many okay. the UK can take <coughs> Keith. I don't know. We're probably, I, 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 I don't know why we're engaging in this. Can I just sit and drink and you can just no, tell guess, me. Guess a number. Guess a number. 80, 82, 82. I'm guessing 82. 76.4. Uh, <laughs> Liam, ninety. No, it's thirty-two percent. Some bad. Some bad. Just kick it. 
Uh, <laughs> there's a, um, okay, a slightly, slightly rat-related. Um, uh, the first person ever to swear on British television um, was a rat catcher. And he appeared on an animal program hosted by Sir David Attenborough, who wasn't knighted at the time. Um, it was just David Attenborough. It was just David Attenborough. Um, and they got this rat catcher on. And he asked the rat catcher um, uh, how he doesn't get bitten. And he plunged his hand into this cage full of rats, picked one out and swung it round by the tail. <laughs> oh, my God. Um, and he said, I need to swing it round by the tail because if I don't, the bugger will try and bite me. <laughs> and that was the first person who ever swore on television. Bugger is considered a swear word? It was at the time. Ah. Oh, my God. In the, right. in the late 1950s. Oh. And, then, and then uh and then keith just for just for the record we have had television in the uk in the 50s matt it's, it's, we're not that backward i know i, mean, I know it, it, you've it, got it, this big 1777 date in your head where you think that <laughs> anything from the uk just didn't happen and america's just state. invented everything since america invented and it's 1776 and then and then uh and then and then keith, yeah, I was, uh, I was letting the year pass so you could forget that the uk existed <laughs> Yeah. Oh, and then Keith, um, uh, five per sorry, six percent of Americans said they could take on a bear and kill it man on man, and then uh, th- only two percent of UK people thought they could take on a bear man on man. Who, yeah, because the other ninety-eight uh, would have fucked off in the other direction. <laughs> <laughs> who, who, is, who is that six percent? That was that Russian are. What are the Russians? That was, that was U.S. Uh, it's U.S. and U.K. That was the only poll it was taken from the two countries. Russia's uh, like ninety-eight percent. <laughs> Russia. Yep. That's where the other ninety-eight percent is. If, if yeah, it's yeah. Putin, it's a hundred percent, right? Right. With, the, with, the, with this many, with, yeah, with this many people on. Um, it's going to be a bit difficult to kind of manage conversations. But what I would say is I, I would agree with um, what Mitch just said. Um, with the way that elections are run in Russia, that result would have been 100% of Russians <laughs> could kill a bear. But because they wanted to appear that it was fair, they dropped a couple of percentage points off to make it look like someone voted for anyone other than Vlad. But if they, yeah, um, but if they ask if that can do it, they'll be like 100%. We've seen pictures. <laughs> and to, uh, just a quick shout out to the people in chat. What's up, Swanland? And Jacko, thanks for joining. Um, we'll actually start talking about uh, beers we've drunk and games we've played at some point, if these idiots will let me no. move on. No. <laughs> Liam, how's things with you? Yeah, not bad. Um, actually, a skinhead now. So, um... <laughs> Got oh, wow. Head. Oh, I was like, I don't get the reference because I was looking the other way. <laughs> I was a, I was a skin chin for a, for a hot minute. Yeah, just just not that kind of skin. <laughs> well, you could be, you could be the ironic kind. You could hate yourself. I mean, I, I'd like to be in one of those movies, you know, where you're going yeah. undercover and you know, you fuck them all over somewhere. I, I could be like that. Have you seen that? Um, is it film ID, the one about football fans? I mean, officers going to one, I can't think of that. I was thinking of the film Black Klansman or um, mm, yeah. Indignation. That's a pretty good film. Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah. How many Americans could impersonate? Uh, how many African Americans on a survey do you think could impersonate um, white supremacists? That would be a, uh, <laughs> a interesting yeah, statistic. I, I, think, I think I could do a good job of that. I think. I think. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I mean, 
to be honest, like, it, it would really, I think it easily could just come down to uh, your mastery of your speaking voice of how you come across. Or you could just say, you know, it's just the simple phrase of, you hate people like me? I hate people like me too. And they're, they're like, you're in. Well, you, you've also got to like, like hate really dumb things that nobody expects you to hate, you know? Yeah, man. Like, so, uh, you know, like I, people I just who really... think they can't kill rats. Right, <laughs> Matt, how's the, how's the temperature in Las Vegas? Um, it is finally above freezing. It's uh, 43 Fahrenheit right now. Uh, Marvellous. That sounds like a tropical number, 43. <laughs> um, Mikey, nice to, nice to have you back. How are you? You're, you're, Pretty I'm good. guessing it's going to be Pretty sleepless. And... It's, uh, it's 277 degrees K here um, with uh, freezing <laughs> rain. Kelvin as well. 277 K. It's uh, freezing here. Uh, freezing rain here. Uh, everything's actually going extremely well. Um, like, yes, like have to be up at different parts of the night, but this... Uh, Pregnancy has been night and day different from the previous one. Uh, be whereas like my wife was sick, couldn't eat stuff, blah blah blah, like all that for first one. Uh, this one, she could eat everything. She was never sick once. Uh, uh, you should probably first, give for, context. You, you, congratulations. Oh, that's what I, I said. Pregnant, my son, my son. He's right down here. He's right down here. Um, <laughs> sleeping. See, that's that's a different. But uh. My wife was in labor, well, like in low labor for 14 hours and then heavy labor for three hours for the first one. And then this one. Uh, 15 minutes, right? Total uncomfortable labor, <laughs> less than an hour. But <laughs> we let we left the house at uh, 8.10 in the morning. Um, we got to the hospital at 8.29. Uh, water had broken at 8.28. She was in the hospital by 8:31, and my son was out by 8:35. When you gave me those numbers, I thought you—I thought it was like freaking I, crazy. Like I was that's... like, you know what? He's been up too long. He doesn't know what he's talking <laughs> yeah, about. Yeah, the there's no way he came out that quickly. Yeah. <laughs> no, <laughs> you're so many stories. It takes forever. <laughs> no, well, like I went, I I had left. I got her inside, got her into the triage, ran back out to my car because I had left the door open, the car running at the entrance to the hospital, and the baby was already and... born. <laughs> oh no, no no the security the security guy actually threw me my keys because he had taken the keys out of the car you know like you know and shut it so that no one just walked up and stole my running vehicle um so what you're basically saying is the first time round, um when you and your wife were playing the baby game she struggled a bit but the second time she did a speed run Yes. Yep. <laughs> thank you very much bringing it back to games did you see what i did there did you see what i did yep. mitch how's things in la uh, the, uh things things are okay you know I'm, I'm just i'm just excited for black monday tomorrow you know i just i'm just i'm just waiting you know just to see what the bears do i think they're gonna fire the coach so, yes for reference black monday is the day after the NFL season, whenever when coaches get fired, GMs loses their jobs, and you just you see what the future of your franchise could potentially be. And I'm ready for my coach to be fired. I've been ready for months. I'm gotcha. ready so for him to go. Just the it's the end of the regular season. It's the yes. Monday after the regular season. Okay. Correct. Uh, so yes, uh, I'm ready for Black Monday to happen. Um, everything else is just 
Nah, it's peachy, you know. I I, I did watch uh, uh the Pirates of the Caribbean over again because I was like, oh, I never seen the 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 two newer movies with just um Johnny Depp as the the star, not with uh, Orlando Bloom or um Kira Knightley. So I was like, okay, I'll give those a watch after I watched the first three again, just to remind myself, which they were pretty good. They were better than you I. You mean you mean you mean the two like after the trilogy? Correct. Okay. So, so I on, on Strange Tide and what's I don't know what the other who one gives is. a shit who gives a shit because I, I ended know. up because I ended up watching at Strange at, at Stranger title. at Stranger Tides <laughs> I got halfway through the movie and I was like oh we must be almost over and then I looked up and I clicked to like pause to see how much time was left I was like we are halfway through this movie God this is awful and I turned it off is that the mermaid one yes all right yeah <laughs> it's like yeah. this is god awful. I just got past the mermaid part, and I was like, "Oh my god, there's still an hour and twenty minutes of this movie." No, thank you. There's <laughs> about there's about six minutes of good interaction between uh, Gregory Rush or Jeffrey Rush. Or sorry, Je- Jeffrey Joffrey Rush. I don't know Barbosa and Jack Sparrow, and that's about it. Yeah, that's about I just all that's I I mean maybe it's movie. just maybe I just don't like uh, Johnny Depp's character as much and Barbosa's character as much that like I need other characters mm-hmm. to help lift the pull their weight and the other characters were not pulling their weights you were making it worse uh, uh, that film's just badly written <laughs> yeah 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 so yeah. so i stopped watching are, that are you, are you saying the potential elongation of um movie franchises just because people don't have any fresh ideas and to milk a massive ip no is necessarily a bad thing hashtag matrix no no um, no because no. i was gonna say i watched the matrix again <laughs> instead oh, <laughs> Um, right, so on our agreement that The Matrix Resurrections is a pointless movie that didn't need to exist. Yes, yes, Swanland, sorry, Swanland commented, I must comment back, yes, Swanland, the Bears are playing the Vikings today, and both coaches are getting fired tomorrow, so who the fuck cares that wins, plus Justin Fields ain't playing, so we don't know what's going to happen. <laughs> Matt, so most of that was about um, this thing called sport. Yeah, sport. Uh, it's, it's from yeah. EA. Yeah, games. Sports. Uh, the sportsters <laughs> were sportsing very sportsterly today. Well, they talked yes, about I'm the fine. Matrix, which is not yeah. a sports thing. The Matrix is I'm not fine, a sports thing. I'm fine, by the way. Thing. Who's got beers? Oh, look. I've got beers. I wasn't ready for the transition. Ugh. You need to be paired quick on quick on your keyboards. I mean, I'm sorry. I already I already messed it up earlier. I went to Twitch to like make sure I got the chat up, and I did it too late. So you know, when you go to the Twitch main menu, they automatically play a stream. So we got a little bit of someone singing and playing their I guitar. Could, yeah, I could barely hear it in the background. Well, just yeah. as long as it wasn't Evan, it's all good. Yeah, uh, yeah, because we know that microphone actually, fails purposely. <laughs> to be honest, that's why my actual like link that I always go to when I go to Twitch is my Twitch slash following. So I'm, I, I never, oh. I have not gone to the homepage probably in two years. I, I was trying to, I was just trying to do it nonchalant because I, I already messed it up. So I was like, oh. Nonchalant. And I messed it up even more. So I know in the future, don't do that. Don't do that. Bad Mitch. Right. Bad Mitch. <laughs> other, other, than, other than myself, does anyone have any beers they want to talk about or beverages they want to talk about? I have a beverage I would like to talk about. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I'm still alive, uh, Rafa, by the way. Um, so, yeah, I picked up a six-pack of Iron Brew. 
Okay, I'm sorry. I was going to I was going to message you back. It looks like you're in. So it looked like you had a bunch of beer and pissed in the bottles. And I was like, wait, it's, what? It's, it's, it's far too bright orange to be that. Depends on. Be careful, Keith, because it depends on what you eat. It's a or how dehydrated you are. It's obnoxiously orange. Is what it is. Um, so I don't know if this is how you drink it, but I'm putting it on ice. Uh, so I figured that would be a good way to do it. That's how I'd normally drink my, my sodas. Um, let's do this. I like how you put ice on it. You just didn't put it in the fridge. No, it was in the fridge. Um, so you're doing cold on ice? I don't even... It's um <laughs> your face is like your face is like this is disgusting but not bad. So, <laughs> all right, so I I cheated a little bit. I did have a bottle yesterday. It doesn't that did not help me try to figure out what the fuck it tastes like though. Ship it to um, me. I'll have some. So <sighs> I've heard it's kind of described as a slight bubblegum type taste, but so I've I've seen that a lot of people say that. It's a bubblegum is disingenuous. It's it's close. That's like an approximation of the flavor, but it's um, in the same way that Coca-Cola is my uh, what I would call cola. You know, like when somebody says, "Oh, it tastes like cola." My only, my only um, associate, yeah, my only reference point is Coca-Cola. In the same way, Iron Brew tastes like Iron Brew. It doesn't really have. Uh, there's nothing else that tastes like this. So moxie. There's nothing else that tastes tastes like moxie. Right. Yeah. No. This uh, is it, it is its own flavor for sure. Yeah. Okay. It's yeah. secret secret recipe has been for decades. Um, is that Scotland is the only place where any kind of carbonated soft drink um, outsells Coca Cola, and it's because of Barzine Brew. Yeah. And Matt, I just want to thank you on behalf of everyone um, <laughs> in Scotland um, for buying that six packs of bottles and trying it i, I freaking love this stuff um <laughs> uh, sorry did you read the comment that uh swanland left quote last that? night my brother was snowmobiling and went over an embankment and landed on our electricity unit box taking out the internet and the cable for all for the house <laughs> for, for four houses oh four houses so, <laughs> but potentially the entire neighborhood went down yep uh, and and uh, you know it's a fire emblem for houses. You know, bring it back to games. Right. Well done. Keep on bringing it back to games. All right. So Matt, do you do you um, do you actually like it? Would be um, the, the follow up question. I don't. I don't know if I like it. To be honest with you, um, by the end of the six pack, I'll let you know if I if I enjoy it. Well, so you're gonna torture yourself for six more six, drinks. Yeah. <laughs> I think. Well, it's just so different from uh, any other soda that I've ever had that, I don't know. Well, I'm going to finish it because I spent damn near 30 bucks on the six-pack. So, <laughs> on on uh, things that cost us 99p a bottle. <laughs> um, yeah, I saw that on the bottle when I got it. I was like, you've got to be fucking kidding me, 99p. Oh, it says it. <laughs> it says it right on the bottle, yeah. So. Oh, yeah, so sorry. What would 99p? That would be about... One dollar fifty. Yeah. Yeah. Buck fifty. Matt uh, Swanlin asks, "Is it acquired taste? Is it an is acquired it acquired taste? Um, yes. 
Yeah, from everything that I've read and from what everybody's said, yeah, I think it is an acquired taste. I yeah, think thirty-six. If, if I had been drinking this as a kid, like it would just, yeah, it would be like Coke. Um, it would just be it, it's Iron <laughs> Brew, you know. Right. So um, I've got something that probably looks more like piss. <laughs> <laughs> it's cloudier. Yes. Uh, definitely go see your GP if anything comes out of you looking like that. But it is Tiny Rebel Pineapple Express IPA. That would make sense yes. why it's all cloudy like that. 6.5% um, pineapple IPA from Tiny Rebel, who are a Welsh brewing company. Um, I like the they, art. Yeah, they've got um, this weird kind of demon bear that looks like it's been done by the same people who do Korn's <laughs> music album covers. Um <laughs> And you have a metal band, let's be honest. <laughs> um, it says you should get pineapple on the nose, which you definitely do, but there's not much pineapple flavor. It's more citrusy. It's probably the, it's pine, it's pineapple, the juice is in the drink, the citrus of the juice, but then the pineapple is, you know, placed on top for the smell. Yeah. And then get um, really tangy. There's hardly, hardly any hop to this whatsoever on the, on the, um, aftertaste um but it's a really refreshing okay it's the middle of bloody winter why am i drinking pineapple ipas this is <laughs> this would be an absolutely perfect summer drink um nicely chilled hot day so i'd, I'd love having a at 6.5 percent on a nice summer's day this would be very very dangerous because it's very easy drinking as well it doesn't because normally kind of 6.5 percent Oh, 6.2%, so a little bit lighter than I, I was giving it credit for. But even still, two or three of those, you're going to be feeling it after a while. Um, I'm thoroughly enjoying it. And um, a fruit, another fruit beer to add to the list of fruit beers that I don't despise. Nice. I think we're up to... I think, I think we're nearly up to um, a full hand worth of fruit beers <laughs> that I don't hate. I feel like I should, make, I should make a magical tally where we're like, fruit beers, McWall doesn't hate. Ding, one on the clock. It's one if, on the if board. I, if I could, if I could ship you um, a certain one that I have up in the fridge that I'm saving for my wife, uh, it's called. Well, it's from Treehouse, uh, which is up north in Maine. Uh, sorry, actually Massachusetts, and it is called uh, Twice the Daily Value, and they do a couple different ones. The one I have up there is Twice the Daily Value Raspberry, and it is so thick and so opaque and so delicious like it tastes it is like a four percent um sour like fruit beer or whatever but it has so much raspberry puree and stuff in it it is so gall darn delicious um like i would drink five of them like and just they are so delicious but they're one of those ones there's like they sell it to you cold, and you're supposed to keep it cold. Otherwise, I'd ship you one because I think you might actually enjoy it. Um, well, if I see one in any um, craft beer stores yeah. around here, I'll, I'll definitely I'll pick one quickly, up. I'll quickly review this beer because it's you know ten in the morning. Hold here. it closer; um, can't see it. Uh, there we go. A little better. It's because no. your blurry stuff; it doesn't work as well. Yeah, a little stituous. It's also from Treehouse. Uh, it is an imperial milk stout, uh, 10.8%. Mm. Sounds um, like something I would drink. It 
was very good, but it was just, you know how sometimes on the higher gravities, you can, sometimes they can overbalance with sweetness. Okay. That's what I felt happened with this one. Like, it would have been, I would have preferred this one if I was sharing it with um four tasters with a bunch of other guys. So we each had yeah. a fourth of it. It would have been really good. But getting to the end of an entire can of it, I was like, I was it's, going like this and not enjoying yeah, it, myself. Sounds like one of those that you have one and you're done for yeah, the night. Like it's and I probably would never buy this again, but it was but it was delicious. It had it did have good um the it had good stouty notes on it without being overly coffee or overly chocolate. Like it's not advertised as a chocolate or coffee, but it had those like, you know, back end notes where you're like, hmm, this reminds me of X, Y, or Z. And so it was done very well. It's just, uh, I think it was too much for any one man to enjoy properly. So, well, how much? Um, how big is the can? Is it? That's three hundred thirty, five hundred mils. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, yes. Yeah, your standard pint. Basically, it's a or sorry, it's a an American, an American pint. pint. American pint. So not not quite not as your, big as a. Not your imperial pints. I no. prefer your imperial pints. Is I the imperial prefer pint? my imperial pints as well. Those are like what twenty two ounces, something like that. Well, you're asking me, Jesus. I said, I'm, I'm not going to do. Wow. I, I I I did kind of skirt the the border of imperial measurements and um, metric, but I can't. About twenty percent larger than the American pint because the dude. Yeah, but we can't be our, we can't be our rats. So <laughs> I know who's, who's five sixty eight mil is what the imperial pint is. So. Um, is th- is that it for drinks? Yes. Good. So. Next so, next week when it's midnight, I'm going to be drinking a lot. All right. More. <laughs> Celebrating Mike Maggie being out of a job. Yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> ding dong, the Maggie's gone. Um, <laughs> Let's hope the pace is with them. <laughs> And right, so we're just going to talk about some things that we've been playing. It also gives Mitch and I an extra excuse to slag off Halo Infinite. Yay! Because you finished it, Keith, because you finished it. I have finished it, yeah. Yes. Uh, And I got a message back from you after you finished it, and I was like, oh. I'm surprised you guys did that. What, finish the game? I'm not. I'm not as much of a crazy completer finisher as Evan, but if I got through, um, I think I, in total I played it for 21 hours. Yeah. Um, and if um, I was if I was literally on the last mission slash level, I'm going to finish it. Um, yeah. It, the ending makes absolutely no sense whatsoever. Right. So for the entirety of the previous 20 hours. You've been talking about, we need to destroy this Halo ring because it will be used by the Banish as a staging post to attack the rest of humanity, which is pretty much all dead anyway. But then right at the end, you're going... Oh, what's the baby's name? Spartan. Jack Robin Ryder. Uh, He might as well just call it American America. America of America. (laughs) What? Why? Those are all actually like British names. Robin Ryder. Robin Ryder Hunter. Um, I was hey, I was hey. thinking I was thinking he sounds uh he sounds like he should be on an episode of twenty four or possibly, you know, 
um, next in line for the presidency, like current president danger. Or um, or uh, or he's 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 uh, the the successor to MacGruber. I think it's a fine name, Mikey. The, uh, I uh, the Robin is because of our like of Christopher Robin of Batman of like Robin Hood, uh, Jack because we so love he's the name se- Jack. So he's second best to his sister. That's what you're saying because he's Robin. <laughs> <laughs> um, but the, uh, the, the writer, uh, was, uh, purely to make his initials J.R.R. Novak. So, uh, <laughs> nice. Oh, nice. Uh, Swanland. Un- unashamedly. Unashamedly. Swanland comments back to games. I still need to get an Xbox. Uh, after playing this game and this being the flagship game for Xbox, not right now. You can hold but, off. You're okay. But don't, but don't don't forget though, Mitch. Um, like the main reason I would want to play Halo personally, and, and why I'm still upset I don't have an Xbox is to play the multiplayer. Nah, the multiplayer is. Yeah, but the multiplayer is free and there forever. You can wait. You'll be a okay. I, I, I still think there's a lot of people that would want to play it right now. But you can play Battle it on game. It's on down. Game Pass, so you can play it on your PC. Just get a PC. There you go. Done. Um. Uh, no, anyway, why would you buy a PC when you could just buy an Xbox for cheap? Because 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 then you can play. Because then you already had a PC. No, well, no. Yeah, here's, if you if you if you don't already have a PC, you're no, it's upgrading. You can yeah. but go here's, and get an Xbox Series S for no. three hundred dollars. No, guys. Cause Come then, on, Mitch. Cause, cause, no, because this is what you can do. Spending the dollars. You remember, listen. Mitch the Wise, remember, Mitch the Wise. Anyways, uh, this is why you can. Get, this is why you, I say get a PC is because one, you can get Game Pass on it, so therefore you can get all the Xbox exclusives, and then also when PlayStation games come to PC, and if you don't have a PS5 yet, you can play other games that aren't coming to that that are coming to the platform. So like I played Kenna, Bridge of Spirits using PlayStation Five settings, like so I didn't have to have a PS5 at the moment, which was really convenient for me. So, like, if you're a person that is, is willing to pay the extra dollar, like, it, it is kind of worth it. Because then all the third-party stuff comes out for it, too. So, like, you can use mm-hmm. it as a subsequent, subsequent um, console until you can tell these become cheaper or more readily available. So, I, I don't see why it's not a good alternative you can offer to somebody. It's not a terribly good idea at the minute because of uh, shortages. And yeah. also because it will cost you an arm and a leg. So well, it depends. Yeah. If you just need to upgrade, I mean, it's not that much to. It, if you're just it, it, upgrading one item, it's not that much. So it's it's a cost proposal. Yeah. Take a look. If PC yeah. is a reliable option if you don't want to pay five hundred dollars for Xbox, but you only need to spend a couple hundred dollars to improve your SSD. Who knows? Anyway, um, Keith, yes, yes, that was so weird. They were talking about that, and then they're like. So they're like, oh, yeah, they're going to fix the halo, fix the halo. And then you're trying to stop them by going to tower, 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 closed room, closed room, closed room, closed room, tower, tower, tower. And then they're like, oh, the ending is I don't get it. Are they staying on the halo? Are they leaving the halo? I don't even know. They love it too much. (laughs) Well, it seems it seems as though the the ending is written in such a way that it just sets up the use of that Dane on the hill? ring, yeah, because there's like history a, on the ring that they need to uncover now. Which yeah, and and the 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 Atriox person from the who was the head of the banished, but you don't actually fight because reasons. He just didn't fancy showing up, but he just fancied showing up right at the end to do something with a 
with a, what's it called the silent arboretum I, the I don't even remember half the names from this game because they're so was, oblique they're hard to remember it was like trying to deal with a badly written doctor who episode oh that's so you've got good, good that's a good uh you've got the banished you've got a harbinger they're both trying to open a silent arboretum on a on a on a um halo ring with beacons and towers and spires and it's just kind of and then the villain keeps monologuing the entire game and then when you fight him it's like a piece of cake you're like what feel yourself spartan yeah he's yeah he's literally like that the entire game he's like i'm going to crush you oh you go to fight against my man and lose oh well you haven't faced me yet and then like the boss battle isn't even that memorable it's pretty what was, the, what was, the, simplistic. What was the unofficial name that everyone gave him before he was given a name it was like chuck or something like that <laughs> I don't remember. I'm, well that's probably a better name for him because seriously that's uh you could just name him npc number one or number 557 because he's just not even memorable well, it's, it's just npc with more lines yeah literally and even like he has a few scenes with that like final final boss, but like there's you don't feel this. There's no significance. There's a, there's, the writing is really bad. It's very, there's no explanation of where that other creature comes from and what their motivation is. And then it also than, like retcons everything uh, while trying other, to do that. At the same time, you're like, oh, watch this history lesson where basically Cortana's going to show up, like. On this on this virtual thing, as you go from each tower, explaining what has happened over the last five years, when you could have just done it in this game. Yeah. Well, so like, what did they call them? Echoes. Yeah. Echoes oh, of the her past. memories. Her memories. Yeah, which which have got absolutely de- de- definitely sounds like a Chibnall episode. Thanks, <laughs> um, <laughs> Wait, can you? What's what's Chibnall? Chris Chibnall was the showrunner for um, the last two seasons of series. They're not seasons. Don't know where you get that from. Just because you show stuff in fall and summer and snowfall. Why don't you call winter snowfall? I don't know. um, (laughs) For you guys, if you have something that has multiple series, what do you call the whole thing? Series. Because no, no. series can be a singular and plural at the same time. So like, like Lego. So you'd say the Doctor <laughs> Who series. You'd, you'd say the Doctor Who series referring to all of Well, you them. could say Doctor Who. You could say Doctor Who. You could say Doctor Who series, whatever. And then um, anyway, it's a, it's a slightly semantic point going back to that. Um, but what did Halo he do? Infinite, Halo Infinite storyline is completely nonsensical, impenetrable nonsense. Um Sorry, so, Keith, you didn't answer my question what? though. Who's Chibnail? He did a couple series of what? Uh, Doctor Who. Oh, gotcha. Okay. He's the sh- he was the showrunner. Showrunner, for, gotcha. Um, okay. Yeah. Um, and he's he's just got the elbow because his seasons were shit and he was up his own ass um, <laughs> writing stories that didn't make it, were impenetrable nonsense. Um, Halo Infinite is only somewhat saved by the gameplay. Yeah, pretty um, much. Um. If they hadn't have brought in the grapple hook or the grapple shot, because hook would be, I know, too sensible to call it. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it would have. I would have got far more bored far more quickly, and it would have become a podcast game after hour 
10 rather than hour 13. What I would say as well is I said to on here, I did like the sound design. However, <laughs> you can tell certain um, bits of wildlife have been cut out of the game because you, there was these, there's two different species of small creature that kind of one scurries around and one's a bird and flies. Yeah, right. But you hear noises, if you're playing this on headphones at least, or if you've got your TV turned up, oh. of what can only be either a enemy or a much, much larger creature. But yeah. then you kind of, if, if, if you turn and head towards that sound, there's nothing, nothing there. there. Yeah. It's, yeah, it's, um, so they've left the sounds of the larger creatures in, but taken the, the character models of those creatures out. Okay. It's the only thing that I can think of is, the, is how they've done that. Or they so accidentally the forgot world... to because it was a part of the initial mix. And so like, it's hard to remove those things when you're, when you're putting the sound mixing together. Who knows? Yeah, so maybe it was too difficult to take those elements out, and we just thought. Leave or them maybe in. it didn't me, sound like I, nature. Maybe they're like, oh, it doesn't sound nature enough if unless we add extra noises, but we can't have the actual creature. Yeah, there. but it just it just made it, it rather than it just being a halo ring that had a a bit of life on it. It made me think that they've cut something out. Or if they or Master Chief is in the Matrix. <sighs> It could be. <laughs> oh. Master Chief is Neo, guys. <laughs> um, no, I, I totally agree. I think Wouldn't I think that'd be a gaff. I think of the grappling, uh, the grapple shot isn't there. I think honestly, this game would fall on my death years very quickly. Um, that's the only thing that's kept me going. But yes, oh my gosh. And did you? Uh, okay, I got two one two last things I want to talk about. Then we can move on to other people's games. Uh, which is um, the scene when the I don't even know the guy's name. I keep forgetting his name, but you know when I say the, the guy's name. Yeah, the pilot. Echo, Echo 216. Yes. They don't even say, they, they call him Echo 216 for 20 hours. Until the very last scene in the game. Yes. And then I even forgot I'm his name. I've forgotten his name. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but his crying scene, is that, did that, did that just like whoosh over your brain or just like make you cringe as much as I did? Because I was... They're I mean, trying to kind make... of bitching the entire time, though. <laughs> well, they're trying to inject some humanity into a game where you play as, a, as as the most stoic super soldier in possibly any form of yeah. media ever. So they need to. They they're trying to in, inject artificially some form of I don't know levity, humanity. I don't know. Pick pick your pick your adjective that you want to use. But it just came across as being so fleeting and shoehorned in yeah that well just the place it came in on like i i think i think maybe if it came in a few more like maybe like five hours after that and then they like built to it with the conversations he was having with chief it just came in at like hour three and i was like whoa like trying to be emotional in hour three. Yeah. Like, what are you it, doing? I think it would have worked better if there were other supporting characters. But because you yeah. have Chief, who's no emotion, um, the pilot, who's all emotion, and then Cortana, who is this just naive. Well, and also um, doesn't know a single thing and trying to learn about herself in the process. So it's not like right. she can add anything to the conversation. 
Right. Yeah. It's like it, it's very odd because Chiefs between these two characters that are describing you know what's going on around him and his interaction with the world and I mean he's your avatar so him being emotionless is is okay I guess because it's you're just sort of projected into that character but yeah the the two characters that you deal with the most in the game don't really have like well, it, they're they're sort of extremes that don't that don't make sense in the well, world well there's your sign of bad writing though you just explained it right there you have this highly emotional character which is totally fine like in 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 in, in stories to tell but you have two characters that are very much the same one doesn't know about themselves which you as the player are supposed to like bestow yourself onto to have them help you help you go through their journey of learning of who they are but then you have this other character that you're actually playing that is so stoic and not as emotional that it's hard to say who do i attach myself to as the as the viewer and as the person being told the story you don't want to have too many not you don't want to have too many characters that don't carry anything to the story or try to you don't want to have too many characters where you have to try to place yourself into to learn the world from because then it gets too confusing because then you it, don't get attached to a character and the story yeah. doesn't work. Then, it, then it's reaching into the realms of rpg and they, i don't think they're yes they're it, a, a, a studio no a studio no studio no three four feet studio no um right doing an rpg no, I don't think they're set up to do that in terms of the writing, how they build games. It would have it would have benefited though if there was an other characters, um, maybe like a marine or two, that um, met oh, God, the marines. Epi- well, oh no, my I, God, it, the marines. If there was if there was a a, a, a a marine that like had a name and some personality. That that if was at the FRBs. Pointless group of NPCs in a game. You'd need yeah. to. I'd struggle to tell you what they were. Actually, that would have. I think you're. I think you're right, Matt. I think if you saved like one of the groups, like the first group of Marines you saved, and they ended up being a couple, like maybe one or two characters that interacted with the pilot, and then they, or, then their banter together could really create something more, and then build on the story of, oh my god, everything was lost, and then. He can then break down in sadness and go, oh, my gosh, I'm so sorry. I abandoned you all and I shouldn't have done that. And the Marine goes, it's OK. I get what you're like. You could have done so much more, which is one more character. Just like I would have. Yeah, I personally would have gotten rid of the audio logs and oh my developed, God, yes. developed some way of uh, having uh, named Marines that followed you at the different FOBs that had story beats that you could. Uh, well, so you, it wouldn't have taken too much and we, obviously we don't know the internal workings of what happened at 343 and how they ended up having to cut two thirds of the game and all the problems yeah. that they went through well they wanted but it to be quote unquote breath of the wild halo so that was their goal and then well, they ended up being too ambitious and the project the wasn't going to be ready for Chief of the wild launch yeah. and that was Chief the issue the that was the um, issue they were not going to be ready for launch and so they had to scale back dramatically because it, it wouldn't have it wouldn't have been too much of a stretch to say I don't know if you stumble across one of the um, uh, banished outposts and you free a group of marines that one of them gives you some intel oh well whilst we were being taken here yeah. there's a high value target over there so your map opens up organically that would be not cool. just 
find this forward operating base, kill everyone, take base, map opens up. It's that thing that you were talking about, towers, towers, towers. Yeah, if, if you had if you had your map open up more organically by the things that you were doing that wasn't just take base, map open up a bit, take base, map open up a bit, um, it would have uh, or, been more engaging. Or the other thing it could have been is instead of like, you know, some of them, it's on the bases, maybe you could upgrade the Marines you were with. And those were like getting to those posts is to be able to get those upgrades to give to maybe you have a squad of three because eventually it was going to be it's going to be co-op. So like maybe you have a squad of two or three and then you can assign upgrades to a certain Marine and you could do things like Marines can go down and you have to actually like heal them. And so then there's like another element like that. Yeah, it's, it's well, um, wasted potential is what I would call this game. Some of the most wasted potential I've seen in a game in quite some time. But my Xbox box now makes sense. So there is that. <laughs> right. Um, I think that's enough about Halo infinitely dull. Um, Liam, you go next. What have you been playing uh, recently? I mean, recently I've, I've honestly just been binging Souls games, weirdly enough. Okay, and moving I, on. <laughs> I, I mean, I, I, I was helping somebody to play Bloodborne, and I, I just sort of thought, like, ah, I really feel like then Dark Souls 3, so I just gave it a go and then played it for much longer than I meant to. I, I just love those games. Great. It, were you, have you been doing this from a sense of needing to build up some gaming superiority over, over the filthy casuals? Uh, no, no. No, trust okay. me, I get pleasure from from talking down my friend who who royally sucks at the game so you know uh you're muted i didn't know if you knew that so you were trying muted. to talk and right. the, I, you no it's mike's ah, cue mike's cue was trying to speak oh. and he was raising his oh. hand being like can no one hear me it's like no no one can hear you because <laughs> you're <laughs> muted Liam, uh i have i also enjoy those games quite a lot but i own every piece of dlc for all of those games and i have yet to play any of them oh well i mean which would you recommend <laughs> which would you recommend i actually because here here none? none of them wow because they're okay that's a pejorative like like they're just ridiculously hard that's the problem and also kind of once you beat the game it it's almost as feels as like you don't need to go backwards. It's like, uh, no, 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 let me, me, what I mean is like, uh, when for me, me and I enjoyed the souls type games. Like I, I put my heart and soul in bloodborne hardcore. Um, that when I felt in that, when I like, when I finished, I felt as if I was like, that was a lot. That was a lot to like do. And it was very, very difficult that like, it's almost satisfying to just be like, okay, my time is done with this one. I can put it down and be done with it. And when you like introduce DLC to a game like that, to try to go back and be like, it was so difficult to just to like, just to get the finish um, that it, it's just, I don't know. I just, um, I, well, I well, be, it's hard to go back to honest, on DLC for that. To be honest, Mitch, um, personally, I would say you can't like just boot up one of those games and go straight into the DLC. Because it will kick your ass, you know. Yeah. You know, yeah. when you've gone through a playthrough, you know, you've built up your sort of brain to work a certain way to deal with the your game. skills and, and your move set, yeah. your muscle memory, and then you got to relearn it. It's, it's at the most the difficult memory, thing, yeah. and it's just a pain. 
Yeah, but, but if you're replaying through these games, which, which uh, I mean, they, they are pretty replayable, and I, I do yeah. quite often, then, yeah, they're totally worth playing. But it's just the Back at the start. Really yeah. yeah, you just go back yeah. to the start. And it's like, do you want to go back to the start, work your way up all over again, and then go through this new DLC? And then you got to determine if it's worth it in your mind. But, I mean, I, I'm, I'm literally convinced that the Old Hunters DLC for Bloodborne is impossible to beat. But people have done it, so, you know... <laughs> <laughs> See, I've heard that Old Hunters is really good. Artorias oh, of the Abyss right. is really good. I've heard the DLCs for um, Dark Souls 2 are actually some of the best parts of Dark mm. Souls 2. Uh, um, they're, they're, they're at least a little bit easier, too. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So, like, and it, it and the... I'm split whether or not I actually play through Sekiro or I go back and play the DLCs for Souls games that I already own. Sekiro. Sekiro is one of the it, it best. Depends. It's I think it's the I think it's one of the best of the Souls like games. I mean, the, the thing with Sekiro though is it's so different from the other Souls games. Like, um, I guess if you're prepping I, yourself for the new one for Elden Ring, you probably want to play a Soul like the regular Souls games. Then you want to play Sekiro. Yeah. Well, it, it's, it was uh, like trying to switch like, between Breath of the Wild and Neo. Yes. That was a really hard switch to go back and forth between. Yeah, because one's easy well, slash 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 dead. <laughs> oh, and, oh, and also the stinking, just the swap of the two buttons of which is... Yep, dodge. Of and which is one? like your, your your primary stuff to do. I'm just like, ah. I, ah. I, I, this is where I wish uniformly being like, everyone just determine circle is the dodge button. Just, just, just everyone do it. I don't care. Just everyone do the same dodge button. The, the far right button, far right button is dodge. Yeah. Like that's just always, what, always. So you mean it was A, B, X. Okay. Okay. I understand yeah. you now. Yeah. The, the, the problem with Sekiro though is. The, no, no, no. That is the, that is the B button. The B button. <laughs> the, the problem with Sekiro is that um, it's, just so hard for people. Like I, I really struggle playing Sekiro. Oh, it's less uh, forgiving. Hardcore is, yeah. is try, way try less forgiving. Survival mode on Streets of Rage. Oh, no, no, no. I, I disagree. <laughs> like, um, I disagree, Mitch. And, that, and that's the beauty of these games is that some people find um, Dark Souls extremely hard. Some people find Bloodborne easy, and then the opposite way around. But, but um, if you play Sekiro, don't don't just like go in with the attitude that this is going to be another souls game it works completely differently and well and I, no if I, you're good at one of them doesn't mean you'll be good at sekiro yeah they're all different well, they're, might be fantastic. they're all they're all they're all soda they're just different flavors of soda so like yeah, your bloodborne's got a yeah the, <laughs> <laughs> this is uh, true. oh for um, the for the record keith when we go around i do have a i do have a game i've been playing that's not halo that i wanted to talk about so just good um i i just want uh, um liam so how f are you going to continue on this binge of no souls I games i need to stop keith my, my backlog is going play me and i'm just wasting time on frivolous things that i shouldn't be playing liam as the, as the souls man you are if someone went up to you and said i want to play elden ring you will say but first you must play X. Oh, just just one Souls game? No, no, um, no. You have to give a specific game. Like, which one? But no, first, okay. uh, you must play... Dark Souls Remastered? 
Demon Souls. Uh, Dark, Dark Demon Souls. Souls. Dark Souls 3? Okay. Dark Souls 3. Okay. Uh, uh, yeah, uh, I, I, Keith, I'm breaking news. Coach Vangio is fired. Okay, cool. <laughs> I'll, I'll pick up it on this later. before the game, right? Um, so just a, a couple of very, very quick mentions. Um, Backbone is still amazing. You finished that, um, didn't you? I, I, I'm still on. I'm still on Act Three. I've just okay. been. Infl- I've just been infected with some um, black goo type stuff that can change your DNA. Um, and um, I started playing called Goa, that um, iOS game that um, has just come on to Game Pass, um, where you move scenes around to solve puzzles. Um, so glad I didn't buy that because it's still. I think it was nine forty nine on the um, Apple Store, uh, and it's free on Game Pass. So, um, and it's not what Nintendo are doing, which is just basically all mobile shovelware games. We will host those on our platform. Um, so at least uh, Microsoft are doing what Nintendo isn't. Um, what Nintendo? Uh, uh, wow, right. I, I've never heard of that game, Backbone. Oh, further, further record, Keith. Yeah, I'm Maybe we, maybe we can do a tallies. I, uh, I did unsubscribe to Game Pass this month. Yeah, you mentioned, and then you're going to resubscribe at some point in the future when it's when there's a game out that you actually want to play. But right, what I Matt. did do, Keith, is I supported your wife and I bought the new Madden because it was at a discount. <laughs> <laughs> you shouldn't have done that. <laughs> um, <laughs> Right, Matt. So, what have you been playing alongside your delicious Scottish beverage? Um, well, I'm still kicking along in uh, Mass Effect Legendary, so I'm playing. I'm playing the first one there. Um, but I also dug into uh, a little bit into the Forgotten City. Which uh, female is or the... male shepherd, by the way. Male, <sighs> male renegade. Um, that's going to be my, my okay. one playthrough. You're going to get all uh, red and like, Ooh, red, sp- red spurts all over your face. Yeah. No, and, then, and then I'll do, and then I'll do, uh, a female Paragon run. Uh, what are you after. trying to say? Okay. Men suck and, and women are kind and gentle human beings and men just no, beat the shit out of people. Is that what you're trying to no, say? Um, no, um, <laughs> just the the male shepherd that I have right now, like I was actually able to get the face to kind of look like mine. Oh, so, so you so you want to be a jerk and beat up people yeah. and shoot them and that's the best that's the best part because I'm not that person in real life, so <laughs> I get to do that in video games. I get to punch the reporter. <laughs> punch that reporter. <laughs> Seriously though, Mitch, like um, like the voice actor for the male shepherd is just so much more funny. Doing the renegade playthrough. That's true. He, shepherd. I mean, he does have a he, he, he does have a deeper voice where, it, yeah. like, you would think he would be sound awesome being aggressive, but it doesn't come off that way. Yeah, it, it's sort of monotone and yeah. like, funny. Sort the of the way. best yeah. where the best way that that comes out is in the Citadel DLC. Mm. <laughs> um, <laughs> where he's having he's having arguments with himself as the clone, and and then at the end, it's a, do I sound like that? I should go. Do I really sound? Like I should go. <laughs> <laughs> Great. Um, yeah, so the Forgotten City, which was um, Yahtzee Croshaw's one of his favorite games of last year. It's it's interesting. So I haven't I haven't played a whole lot of it. I've only uh, maybe an hour yesterday. Uh, but my wife was um, 
playing Spirit Fair on the Xbox, so I had to find something that I could play on my laptop. So I booted up uh, Game Pass Cloud, and I I put on uh, Forgotten City. Um, it's interesting. It's definitely uh, even though they built it as a standalone game in Unreal, it's it's weird that they brought over a lot of the um, the stuff from the Skyrim mod. Um, like the way that you're, the way that it zooms into the face when you talk to a character, um, and stuff like that. Like they, they brought over, um, a lot of the peculiar, peculiarities, um, of it being a Skyrim mod into the standalone game. Interesting. And this game deals with, is it time and time jumping? Yeah, it's a story-based game. You go around talking to these people in this uh, underground Roman city um, or town, um, and you have to try and figure out what what is going on here. There's a bunch of um, a bunch of its citizens are have been turned into golden statues, and um, yeah, there's a mystery there, and so that's what. That's what you do. You talk to these characters and you solve their little vignette stories uh, uh, all the while sort of figuring out what's going on in the greater narrative. So, How much did you pay for that? Absolutely nothing. It's on Game Pass. Oh, Game Pass. <laughs> Anyone think that's a pretty good deal? Um, yeah. Except Mitch, who's here and can't defend himself. Um Right, Mikey. Yes. That is what, my name. what have you been playing recently? The game of life. But <laughs> ah, yes. Um but Achievement as, unlocked. as I alluded to earlier, uh I was trying to knock out trying to knock out a bunch of things I had unfinished because twenty twenty two looks pretty banger as far as um new releases. PlayStation goes. Yeah, new releases. Um, so I actually finished uh, right uh, around Christmas. I finished Kenna, Bridge of Spirits, so that I could lend my PS5 to my brother so he could play it. Um, and then I was working on prepping for this new guy and uh, beating Psychonauts 1. So those are the two things I was playing. And both of those things have in common uh, something. Uh, the combat isn't the best. <laughs> The combat isn't the best. Uh, Kenna was serviceable. Like, overall, I'd say uh, uh, Kenna, Kena, uh, forgive me, I've just heard so many people say it different ways. Uh, it was a good, like, 7.2 game. Like, for a first offering, it was great, but there was a lot of, but there was a lot of unsatisfying parts about it, like their whole currency and hat system. Because, like, every time you were going down, like, uh, a a thing ferreting out a secret and then having to do like this whole challenge boss. You're like, Oh, that was so tough. What do I get? Oh, the privilege of buying a hat. Like you don't even get the hat. You just get the privilege of buying the hat from the shop. And so I'm pretty sure that the currency system had meant to have a lot more purpose the hats in the game. NFTs? Hmm? No, <laughs> a, a, no, no. Um, it can't be because some of them are mushrooms. So they are fun, fungi. Uh, fungusable. Fungible. They are fungus. Fungusable. They're refungusable. They're refungusable. They are refungusable. Um, I did enjoy the game, but I'm a hundred percent sure I will never play it again. Like it's one of those like I'm glad I played it, 
but I'm never going to replay it because there's um, just because I agree with that. I did, um, what well, that's was... how the developers feel about it. Okay, because they made the game and said we're never going to make another game with these characters ever again. <laughs> <laughs> All right, but they enough. should make an anime TV show. No, they shouldn't. No, they shouldn't. Sorry, series. Anime series. Yeah, I think it's that game. Honestly, has some of the best animations that no, I've seen it's, in, a, it, in a video game. In it it is a really it, long time. It is very good. Uh, I mean, at the very least, give me, let me have a different outfit for Kenna, rather than just all these stinking fungi rots. Um, mm-hmm. like not, nothing wrong with their current outfit. It's just, uh, but <laughs> it's not scandalous yeah. enough for you. No, it's perfectly fine. I, I need the I need the Japanese RPG version, <laughs> which I also think she's underage. So that's maybe why they went off for that version. Because she looks ver- she like, looks like she's fifteen. So oh, that'll be in the, no, be in the Japan. Right? No, oh, in no, Japan that's got, legal. <laughs> she's got very modest long like long workout shorts on the whole time. It's it's perfectly fine. Um, the but the the combat was interesting because your run-of-the-mill minions and other things like that it was pretty easy like pretty um and but the like the light attack like your bread and butter attacks fell off there was something either with the sound or they just didn't feel like they had enough weight or they actually didn't do enough damage because it Mm. it just felt super unsatisfying to use your regular attack ever um but those um rank and file enemies never prepare you whatsoever for any of the bosses the bosses of the game are completely different and some of them will kick your butt heavily um and be very frustrating like you're not ready for the the game would not imply that it has such a difficulty spike with the bosses but i did enjoy that and they were very fun and challenging and rewarding to me um but I guess the bosses overall, are like puzzles, though, and that's kind of the point: is you got to figure it out. And some of it's very telegraphed, yeah. very well. I yes, thought, yeah, no, no, no. It's just some, like some of the bosses, or like maybe, maybe more like the mini bosses are just like, oh, the like, br- the brute mini bosses. Yeah, I think they're meant to be yeah. tough, and yeah. but they do use the new tools that you've earned. So, like one of the bosses, yeah. you have to throw the bomb on it that you just got. Right. It's so like they Correct. they do utilize the new the things they yeah. do teach you. It's just yeah. they don't have weaker enemies just like it because they introduce yeah. them as weaker enemies later when you beat them. Yeah. Swanland's yeah. asking, did you have control issues with the archer boss? I'm not sure what he means. Yes, but, yes, uh, I actually I actually did. Oh, um, I didn't. I, that that one I didn't have control issues. I had control issues on a different one, but um, the like just just some like some of the camera and stuff that got weird and that I was mad about that boss because I got it to like 95% dead first try and then it took me like five more tries <laughs> just because like I was like I and I'm like oh I was right there and um prob- probably the one that took the longest was um um Woodsmith Will Smith Woods, the woodsmith. <laughs> at the top, That'd at be the top some of the, cameo. Was that the, the, the in the cave? No, oh no no no! Oh wow, that one. I was my easiest. That was your easiest. That was my easiest. The one that was most difficult for me was the, um, the the main villain, the the big the not the big big final battle, the 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 penultimate battle in the, the cave. Penultimate. That oh, one okay. was that one was my hardest. That one took so yeah. many tries for me. 
that one actually i i won i won tried like Damn. Uh, that that was a fluke that me, was a fluke I, uh me otaps did so i i guess yeah pod i guest starred in one of his uh spoiler talks for 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 kina so um yep. if you want to hear some more opinions about that from myself because i'll let okay. mike's q talk more but um you can go to that but um both otaps and i f- were both thought that was the hardest boss battle so the fact that you won did it i mean bravo that man was, that I'm sure that's not easy <laughs> well it's because i i was definitely in a groove at that point because i'm oh, like okay. i gotta finish this game i'm in a groove and here's an interesting thing um because i had played most of the game up to the woodsmith on the hardest difficulty available um mm-hmm. and i had to take a break for life reasons and so it was like a month before i got back to the game okay and i and i did have to step it down like step the uh turn the difficulty down from hard to normal and i felt like okay this actually feels like where the game was supposed to be normal actually does feel like a good normal so you're one of the evans that play at the most hardest difficulty and then complain about the game when you're not supposed to play it at the hardest difficulty. No, no. There's, there's a, a default f- setting. There, there's a fourth <clears throat> even hidden difficulty that you unlock, which is the only thing that I'm missing to platinum that game, which ticks me off because I don't want to play through it again on an even harder difficulty. <laughs> so I'm not going to platinum that Just game. saying, there's a default difficulty for a reason to try the game, and then you can try harder ones once you understand the system. Or if you or half, if you well, really yeah, want but, to, but, just play half, through on it easy. And this is a different yeah, subject, but, but, but half the but, time but, but, I feel like normal is a little bit too easy for stuff. So like Ratchet and Clank, I did one up and it felt great. One step higher. Usually if they well, give me... because you're experienced uh, yeah. with it, that's what they say. If you're experienced with the franchise, please go uh, the one step higher. I've only played the PS4 version. Uh, but so, yeah, I guess. that's still you played it. <laughs> fair enough, fair enough. Um, usually, like, say they give you four difficulty levels, I'll take the second to top. Like if they only give you three, I'll try the top. Like that's that's kind of my my. Um, I guess I, it's I, want, the, one I guess step, it's the internal want, reviewer in me has yeah. to go always default. You gotta go default because that's yeah. what the average Understood. person plays. I usually, yeah, I usually default. Also, if you're if you're a trophy chaser like like Evan, um, yeah, you, you need to start on the highest difficulty because you know it's not yeah. like you can turn it up uh, midway through the game and uh, yeah, and still get the trophy and then you have to start the game from the hardest difficulty. To that's get what, but then that's but nice that's why you Spider-Man. do that's why you do the normal difficulty. It unlocks the super difficulty for you, so you just go from normal no, to no, super, but, well, and then you just not, start not all games do that though, Mitch. It's, um, you know, like, yeah, most games the, have them unlocked from the start. I did appreciate that for um, both Spider-Man and God of War is that the platinum was um, difficulty independent, like mm. to <clears throat> so like even on normal, even on normal those uh those Valkyries those are tough, those are tough. Oh, yeah, those I I couldn't beat the Queen. I couldn't beat the Queen. I tried. It was really hard. I couldn't do it. Oh, I couldn't either. It took me like. Three hours. I got I got really close <laughs> once, but that. I couldn't I couldn't get it. What's a Valkyrie? Um, yeah. What? So, Mitch, throwing this over to you, um, and then I just want bef- once you're finished talking about the game you played, I just want to introduce Guardians of the Galaxy a little bit because I haven't played it that much, but I'd like to. I've got some initial thoughts on it that I'd like to share, and then more so as I get through further into the game. Be my guest. Go ahead. Um, he's even on a 1080p display with no HDR. It is absolutely gorgeous. 
Oh, nice. Is quite possibly one of the prettiest games I have ever played. Mm. Um, Wait, it's prettier than? Oh, let's see. Well, you don't it, have a. Oh, you don't have a next gen system, so. I was going to say, uh, Keith. Uh, one of the most depressing things about that game to me is uh, if if you want to play at sixty frames per second. The graphics just go way down. That <laughs> is what I was going so to say. So I started oh, okay. playing because I don't have a 4K <laughs> HDR TV. Yeah. Um, I put it on performance mode, and oh my, it is not meant to run on performance mode. <laughs> it is meant to run on quality mode. Um, you can tell quite quickly, even even very very basic things like. Um, Rocket Raccoon's whiskers will disappear if you turn performance <laughs> mode on. <laughs> wow. Whiskerless <laughs> mode performance. <laughs> it's more streamlined, uh, more aerodynamic. <laughs> he shaved it in he the cut, middle of the cutscene. He, cut he cut him off in the cutscene real quick. <laughs> um, so and the That's funny. That's funny. So you'll you'll see part of his whisker attached to his face, then a gap, and then the end of the whisker. And if you're looking at stuff. Um, the detail on everything just gets downgraded massively. So you can tell quite quickly that the game was built to be played at 4K um, with HDR on and um, not potentially on a 1080p display playing at, um, at 60 frames a second. Um, Interesting. The, um, it's, uh, what system were you playing this on? Uh, Xbox? Series X. Okay. Um, that, that's, so that's the, that's the thing that I wish, cause everyone's played, like they have just the two settings, either performance or quality and resolution doesn't seem to factor into it. Like, I wish you could do like, I wish your 1080p quality could be 60. Like, but yeah, yeah it can't, it's not. it won't do it even though yeah. it could. So even though the system recognizes that I don't have a 4k display with HDR, you're literally using one quarter of the pixels. Give yeah. me the frames, man. Well, it, does, the frames. It, it, it does that super sampling thing where it, where it renders it in 4k and then super samples it down. And then you're like, yeah, but it's completely unnecessary. Don't do that. Yeah, like, Mass Effect Legendary is like that too, or the performance mode. I was having weird um, V-Sync issues on my TV. So it was it was running at the higher uh, frame rate, but the you were getting like the choppiness like, because you don't have a V-Sync option uh, on the console version. It was really weird. Yeah, and that's why I think variable refresh rates on TV displays is going to need to become more standard. Yeah. yeah. Uh, um, to deal with those one question for you, Keith, so they, far. They updated my TV. Sony updated my TV. I'm just waiting for that PS5 to get that, <laughs> to get that patch. Um, so with the game, you're just said 45 minutes in. Uh, how, how's how's the writing like for me i thought the banter was pretty bad in the trailers to me is it does it make up for it it's, it's better in the game okay i think i think them using the cuts that they did in the trailers because both you and i we thought okay let's see how this goes with the first one the first trailer was okay the second one put us both on a bit of a is this going to be a load of cringy shit the writing actually in the game is better than is than was on showing that last trailer okay. that came out. Okay. Um, Good to know. There is a lot of dialogue. 
I mean, a, a hell of a lot of dialogue. They, they are constantly talking, which makes sense for the characters because they are constantly bantering with one another in the comics. Does it get annoying, um, though? No, not really. Okay. Because it's, it's all contextually specific. Okay. So if you do something stupid, Rocket will laugh at you and say something like, oh, you're going to get beat up in a fight by a giant goo monster kind of thing. Um, that would never happen to me. Um, so it's... It doesn't get annoying because it's there and builds on what you're doing. Mm-hmm. So it's not just your your ears are getting attacked by dialogue. Um, the one thing that I would say is I can see um, the combat being quite finickety. Oh, because you have to switch to different characters and stuff? Yeah, and each of the different characters has got their own particular skill. So if something needs right. stunning, you need to use Drax, which means in the... In, Right in the middle of a, a quite could be a quite hectic fight, you need to make sure that you holding LB, select the right character and press their button again for them to do the action move. But you need to make sure that that action move is on the character that needs to have that action done against it. So you do need to be very focused into what is happening in what could be or what might become a very, very hectic combat environment. Right. Okay. Um, but it's got po- quite possibly one of the best uh, um, splash page start screens of any game, which is they're all just sitting on the ship and P- Peter is listening to his um, cassettes and brought, it, the, he's just nodding his head along to the music and the music just cycles through some of the licensed music that they've got. I was going to say, they brought over any of the music from, like, the movies? No, I don't think so. Um, It's all new licensed music, but it is quite funny in the fact that you could... I just sat there for five minutes because they um, they got Rick Astley and Queen and um, uh, who else was on there? Um, Oh, Christ, who did Don't Worry, Be Happy? Um, Oh, I don't know. I just wanted to... Uh, Billy Bass? That's the one. Um, I just wanted to hear some of the licensed music running through um, as they're just sitting on the ship. Drax is reading, Rocket's soldering something, and Groot is pouring a watering can into his mouth. It's, I just thought, that's, <laughs> you've, it's, they've, they've really caught the spirit of the characters. Okay. I'll get it when um, it's $20. Cool. Uh, one one thing, the hair modeling is fucking terrible. <laughs> of the of the human characters or the raccoon too? The, no, the human characters. Um, so it's one, of the best, it's one of the best looking games, but the hair is horrible? Yes. Is it no, prettiest? So, oh, is it, right. so if you're looking out at some of the space shots that they do, even in the opening sequence, you just look nice. at it and go, oh my God, that is really, really nice looking. And then you see the um, hair and you're like, that's a giant play Play-Doh just of, a, of hair. <laughs> how much gel did, how much wax did you put in that hair? It looks like Play-Doh. <laughs> yeah. So, so um, in the very, very opening of the game, you see Peter as a, as a boy and your mum comes in and her hair looks like it's put singularly a hole in the ozone layer. (laughs) (laughs) It's it's out here, massive 80s style hairdo, but the, 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 um, the texture of it is really patchy. So it looks like she's missing 
kind of a clump here and then it reappears and when she turns her head it's so for me for me man you and i have talked about this on numerous occasions next gen is official when they can accurately model hair yeah it's already there keith it's already there keith you ready you ready for this i'm gonna give you a game and actually i'm happy back to games love this love this transition uh so the tomb raider series is um was free on uh Epic, Epic games, so I so I got the series again, and um, so I was like, "Oh, I'll play it." So I started playing it again. And Keith, you want real hair? Look at the new Tomb Raider games, because that is some of the most real-looking hair. And it, they're really smart about it too. What they do is they have a layer that doesn't yep, move. I would agree. And then they have another layer on top of it that's free-flowing, so it looks like she has tech has layers to her hair, but one of them doesn't move. But the ones that do move in the front makes sense and her ponytail in the back constantly moves as well because they're individuals yeah, and, uh, the one thing i do remember about that game is when she get when laura gets wet they, they've got that thing where she'll hold her ponytail yep, and she'll squeeze the water she'll squeeze out. out yeah it's a, it's a nice touch yeah um so i started playing those well, again I, I, I was going to say um though that, that there's a game that's got that completely beat mitch um the last of us part two like the, the hair detail in that game is incredible like it i was looks... waiting for one of these naughty dog fanboys to mention <laughs> oh, no, but it is. <laughs> to be honest no, i don't it, even I remember i remember the I remember game but i don't I remember the hair game. i don't remember the hair i remember when i was playing that game i was struggling to get into it because it took me like three months to get into the last of us part two for some reason and i did but it I remember... in a straight 20 hours <laughs> yeah yeah I, I i just remember being uh just looking at the hair texture for ages and thinking this looks like it's real <laughs> and uh, it's even better because like when you get later into the game and you bump into dogs like the the fur on them is incredible as well and then you can and blow that fur off with from. homemade grenades yeah exactly, exactly. <laughs> you know just just fur balls everywhere make Love make them. evan very very sad make evan very very sad yeah, uh, Evan, yeah evan's refusing to play concrete genie because you can pet cats but not dogs yeah. Um, um, so, so, right, so, Mitch, what's what's other than the other than the free Lara Croft games that you've been getting? What have you been playing? Oh no, that's what I've been playing. So I, I went back and played the series <laughs> again, which I really, really, uh, I ended up uh, going back. I used to say I said the second Tomb Raider was the best game of the trilogy so far, and I take that back. I think the third one is the best one of the game so far. Um, okay, you and Evan are going to have, have issues. Yeah, I, I think he says the second no, I, one's the best. I think it looks the best. I think the animation is better. I think that the uh, the d- d- design of mixing stealth with combat with puzzle solving is probably the best formula they've had of it so far. Yes, they are missing. Does it have the best tombs? No, that's the only thing that it falls short on. Can't be the best thing, can it? Yes. Yeah. No. Yeah. It, it, Tomb Raider. You know what? Screw you guys. Uh, it's, but uh, <laughs> but uh, I could use my powers, but I'm saving it because it's only January. Um, oh, I'll use it on Evan. That's what I'll use it on. Evan, watch out. Um, but, uh, but no, I, I, I think it actually is the best one after looking back at it. Um, and I think wh- and I actually haven't started playing the third one yet. And I still have that opinion because I've been playing the second one. And I was like, okay, it's better than the first one. But man, this story is actually bad. And I don't and I think the other one was not as bad as this one. And uh, and I also was yeah. yeah, I was just um and I also think the character model that they 
it just looks way, 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 mm-hmm. way better the third one. So I, I, yeah. I, I think the third one actually is better, and I'm actually shocked that I'm saying that because I used to say for years I was like, oh yeah, the second one's the best one, and I'm not replaying it. I'm like, mm, I don't think it is. I love, I absolutely love those games. And to be honest, if you told me to choose between those and the Uncharted games, I would choose the Tomb Raider trilogy above all the Uncharted games. Not because of story, but because I actually enjoy playing them. I th- like. I, I would agree with you. I think. I, I think. Like, if you, I hundred percented all three of those games. I would never have done that, like for the Uncharted games. So I disagree with you, but I agree with you. I disagree with you that I'd rather play the Tomb Raider series than I play the Uncharted series. But I agree with you that the Tomb Raider series is more fun to play. Yeah. Well, to me, I would love if the gameplay of Tomb Raider was in Uncharted. With a, was given the Uncharted's writer. <laughs> like, yeah, that's the one thing I was like, that, if that, you, that, if oh, you, that get, would be that would. Oh. Yeah, I know. I, 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 after thinking about it, it's like that. That's the one thing that had me thinking while I was playing the second one. I was like, man, if they had a good writer, like an actual, like, not saying this is bad, like horrible writing. It's, it's okay. It's just you know B level, and you know it's like if they could just get themselves like an A level writer, like Amy Hennig's not doing anything. Go have her write the next Tomb Raider. <laughs> like, I think she's working on something right now. No, she's done. Forspoken's done. Just, just good. move on. Uh, move no, on. So she's she's working on a Marvel game right now. But, I'll be right back, dudes. Uh, it's, it's it's okay. She can she can she can yeah you know, whatever. Multitask. Multitask. Jesus. She can do multiple like writers work on more than one project at the same time, and you're writing well, a well, game. She can. She could technically. Yeah. So so. But basically, that's all it needs. It needs Star Wars Eclipse. Oh God. Okay. Anyways. Oh wow. Well, uh, we have to get David Cage. Moving moving it. on to <laughs> mo- Keith. Moving on to real games that exist in this planet. That uh, that uh, huh, figuratively, literally. But anyway. Um. Um. Yeah. I would say it just needs a better writer. If they had a better writer, I bet this the series will be way astronomically better. Um. And I actually ended up. Funny part was. Uh oh. She's she she's gonna eat the baby. She's gonna eat the baby. She's like, mm. <laughs> yay! Oh no. <laughs> anyway, um, sorry for our audio listeners. What? <laughs> Mike's little girl came over <laughs> and looked at the child, and so it looked like it wanted to eat the baby. Um, so hence making some commentary. But uh, and yeah, just needs a better writer. I think the game series is still. I think it is fun to play, and I, I'm enjoying my um, next playthrough through these ones. And I am looking forward to playing the third one. Um, I do want to get that through quickly so I can play Horizon, so I can get ready for Horizon Two. But I did, I did quit on your Dragon Quest, Berghoff. I quit on Dragon Quest. It just was not good. Uh, Dragon Quest Eleven. Yeah, I haven't played since how? we streamed together. I just was like, no. How far did you get to the to that forest sequence, and then we stopped? Oh, all right. Yeah, you didn't get very far at all. Yeah, it, it well, well, I I felt like my story of my foretelling of the the tale was was far better of what I was getting. So, it's um, yeah, I mean, it's pretty predictable, I guess. And the um, soundtrack is just not good. I just wish I, I wish the sound. I, love the soundtrack, I wish the soundtrack but... was better. I I was playing Persona Five soundtrack through it, and it was sounding so much better. But I oh, could oh. only do it for so long. 
Let's watch a gob clear soundtrack. <laughs> it was great. Sometimes it the magical moments when you listen to another game soundtrack over the soundtrack of the actual game is when somehow they align and they like the perfect moment when something happens in a game and then the sequence of the music matches it perfectly. You're like, wow, like magic moment, magic moment. <laughs> right, so a um, couple of things. Having played through all of the Uncharted games, um, and I've said this before, my favourite is Lost Legacy. And I would probably rather play Lost Legacy again rather than either of the Tomb Raider reboots that I've played. I think actually, now that you're saying that, I think Lost Legacy is the closest that like Uncharted got to Tomb Raider in a good way. And I think if that, that proves my proves the point that Mike's Q and I have is if you gave a better writer to Tomb Raider, it actually would be the far superior game. Um, I do think the, I do, I do like the tombs in Tomb Raider compared to the puzzles in the Uncharted franchise. Mm -hmm. (laughs) That's true. So if we, if we could have some kind of perfect hybrid, how about, uh, how about Sony and uh, Naughty Dog work with uh, Square Enix to bring us the next Tomb Raider? Except Square Enix would find a way to fuck that up. Not if Naughty Dog would make it. And then and then the other element, well, actually, technically, the Uncharted series does have a way to make like the next Tomb Raider is because they do have a daughter. So therefore she could just be Tomb Raider. Uh, they hilarious enough, like retcon the entire thing and call her Laura Croft. <laughs> It'd be like, it's, be it's, like the parents not... died, she went off to to this fancy house in the Croft Manor and they renamed her Laura Croft. British people will be having Mitch, more. I have, about I have a, I have one question just regarding the the gameplay or the game setup for the games. Uh, I think, I think you are correct that like two and three definitely are better games. Um, three might actually be the better game of all three of them. I think one had the most impact, correct, because it was so different, mm-hmm. and so I think that's why I personally more fondly think of one um, and than the other two. One's plot is better. Yes, one, one's plot is better. And on that note, um, do you think Liam, you're shaking your head? I want to hear this, Liam. Why you disagree? Oh, wait, 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 wait. Let, let me let me actually. Okay. Is the actual uh, upgrade progression in one makes sense within the world? Yes, and it doesn't really in the other two because some of the upgrades are the ones she earned in the first game. <laughs> Partially, and like, because all the others are like, okay, you found this piece of equipment, you fixed it, you needed this for a certain task, and then the others are like, well, we had a an upgrade system like this in the first one, we we got to have something like it in the second one, second and third, we got to find reasons for you to do this. I do like um, I do like in the uh, for the upgrade system though in the sequels that the tombs themselves give you upgrades instead of just giving you stuff. Yes. Like I like, oh, yes. you learned you learned an ancient technique of how to meditate, which then will heal you faster. Like I like that. Yeah. Or like, oh, I an do, ancient do, technique that like lets that. you shoot multiple arrows at once. Like that's yep. really cool. I do like, like that. That's really awesome. I do like that. Um, Liam, you were shaking. Right. You were shaking your head. I do have to hear this opinion. Oh, um, uh, the first game has its moments, but it, it's 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 just so incompetently written. Like, it doesn't justify you being all over the place in that game. You're just flitting from place to place in that game. And the reasoning behind you flitting from place to place is completely stupid. <laughs> Not to mention, like, just, just the narrative. Have you, met, have you met video game writing? 
no, and no, then, no. And then, and in the other two games, is so much better. Like, really? I think the villain is quite. After playing the second one, the villain is like the most poorly written villain Miles. I've seen in forever. The, 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 the villain in the first game has no personality. He's just there to look menacing. But that's not the. Right. But that the villain, the the main villain in the first game, is not meant to be this arbiter villain like in the Halo game, where it's meant to be this final destination boss guy. He's just meant to be a obstacle in your way. Technically, the the boss is Himiko, and like getting to the tomb and discovering Himiko is like the whole point of that plot. Not just it's the the guy Jacob Isaiah or whatever the f his name is. He's supposed to be like just this guy that just happens to be in your way. He's not meant to be can, this all powerful. Can we being. deal with one of the issues with one that I take most umbrage with? Sure, what's umbrage? Which is the um it, it vexes me um which is the um the point the and I, I don't even really want to say um the word but the attempted rape scene oh yeah who who thought that was a good idea because whoever yeah, that was they need to be out of a job wait dude what are you uh, talking uh, about and, and then sorry what it gets even worse than that because it happens early killed. on too quite yeah, early yeah, on where, she, where she, she's she's getting attacked and the guy threatens to rape her oh um, okay and then she that's what it's at that point that she becomes this kind of crazed murderous yeah. yeah okay yeah. i think people take that way like playing it now a second time and a third time i think people are taking a way too out of it context, no, 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 in. that's the thing. Yeah, so you can you yeah. can have you can have that character threaten to kill her. Why specifically does it need to become um, sexual a sexual attack? Um, and because I, I that's what people well, for me. Oh, it doesn't. Um, there's no, there's me, no need the, for it. The thing that makes that far worse is um, yeah, I, I don't think it needs to be there, but but also the fact. That they're like trying to make it this great big moment, and she um, kills her first person, and then she's super upset about it, and then she just fucking kills a shit ton more people. And, well, because she has no choice. Nine hundred more people. She has no yes. choice, though. It's not no, like no, she, no, no, she... no, no, no. The game forces you to. Yeah. Like, of course, she has a choice. It's stupid. It's narratively all over the place. What you expect yeah. her to just so go? Oh, oh! It... I killed one person. Not going to yeah. kill anymore, and then just no, go no, the whole thing. Like, it's, 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 no, it's, it's, it happens after. Straight after. Like, they don't narrative the game where we. Hunt a bunch of wolves for a little while, you know. Take our time, get working back up to it. Yeah, you know? the escalation is pretty. The escalation is pretty high. It's it. It does go from because quite literally, your next thing is like now you have a gun, and you go from killing one guy, and it's not like okay, let that breathe. Like yeah, she is upset about it. Let that breathe. Whatever, but you immediately kill at least like no, twelve no, other that's guys. That's not what happens, though, guys. It, I just it, played. I just, Liam. I <laughs> just, is. Liam. I just played the game. When that after that scene happens, you stealth through the entire level after that, and then oh, she you. deals with the repercussions. And then, yes, does she end up slowly murdering more and more people? But it is, it is slower. Slowly. She slowly. <laughs> Liam. She literally after that Fucking level. Genocide. No, after this level, after that level, her, that she. Her and Nathan no, Drake no, meet no, up no, in genocide not, convention. No, do not interrupt me. Do not interrupt <laughs> well, me. Both I'm trial. finishing. She. Uh, so <laughs> after that sequence, and she stealths through the rest of it because she doesn't want to kill anybody. The only then they slowly start introducing a little more enemies. So like she kills two of them, and then she goes into the next area, and then she has to kill about four of them. And then yes, does it ramp up to where she's killing like thirty that seems guys? Like a lot. 
but she has like she stealth through it and she can't stealth through it anymore like you can't stealth the entire game it's not just the killing i don't get it it's the means by which she's doing it so i can understand potentially shooting someone from 10 20 feet away but getting up behind someone with a climbing axe with a climbing axe and putting a climbing axe through their neck is a very very different thing <laughs> it's that's the final upgrade though that's like after you've killed so many people you're you're mute to it i don't know i don't i think i don't know i don't see wait, wait, i don't see your guys' point so are you so you're saying uncharted gets a pass because he just automatically gets to kill hundreds of people and we're okay no, with that i'm saying it's both it's both one both is uh, Casey, speaking from experience, yes, I am. If you find my climbing axe, um, I'll be going to prison for a very, very long time. Um, the DNA, I never bothered wiping the DNA off. Um, so, what, what I'd say is they're both stupid, but they're stupid in different ways. Nathan Drake is more comical because it is just running banter, shooty, bang, bang. Um, I give it credit for um, trying. I give it credit for at least trying. I, I, okay, I give it some credit for trying. The way in which it tried, I think, is obnoxious. Sure, but I give it more credit than I give Uncharted for trying. Just no, saying. Well, Uncharted, Uncharted, it never even raised Yes, it did. Yes, it did. In the third game, it raised the game. It, 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 he talked about it with Sully, being like, do you think all this is worth it? All this violence? And he said yes. And he, he said yes. Look, guys, the ray of sunshine has come in. That means I'm correct. Sorry, I need to point this out. Am I the bad guy? Are we the bad Sully, are we the bad guys? That's literally what they said in the third game. No, no, Mitch, Mitch. He says sparking up a massive cigar. Mitch, the context of that, they're not even talking about how many people they killed. They're, they're talking about how all of their adventures keep getting innocents killed when they, like... Yes, <laughs> like, they're killing people! No, 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 not them killing people. Yes! Their adventures dragging militias into innocent villages and shit. Yes, and which is killing people! Killed. Like, literally... Uh, those security guards just was a 9-to-5, probably had a kid. Like, you know, like, that was just his job. And you were the schmuck trying to steal his boss's loot. He he probably he probably just had a kid. He just probably had a uh, his wife probably just had a kid that was just came out of the I'm, hospital I'm, in ten minutes. You know, like just you know whippity whack. I'm, I'm just, <laughs> just going to make one more point, um, and that's that if you go back and play the first ever Tomb Raider game, the classic game, like that I did. game, yep. uh, all of this far better because she doesn't. She just kills one person in the entire game, and she's super upset about it. Like, I... actually, actually, she doesn't I... get upset about it when she kills one person in the game. Yeah, she does. <laughs> yeah, I was like, gonna say. And he's the villain, but she does. She likes him still. Like, well, wait, I'm the first game, the first Tomb Raider. Who did she kill? Um, what's his name? Um, you know the guy who's been following her for most of the game. Um, I can't think of his name. Pierre? No, not Pierre. The other guy. She doesn't feel bad when she kills him. Yeah, she does. It's the first time she kills anybody. She looks at her hands and she's like, oh my god, I've killed somebody. She looks at her hands. Yeah. Or some... She's like looking at her hands. And she's I have like, oh never killed someone before. She cares a lot. <laughs> like, I don't remember that. I she's literally just got done playing the first game and she didn't... You can choose not to kill, though. Too. No, you... 
like she kills him in the cutscene. I, d- I don't know. No, she doesn't. In the cutscene? Find it and show me, because I just played the first game and it does not happen. I swear to God, so it does I, not I need happen. to check on where I buried my um, climbing axe. <laughs> Wait, I'm just saying that a game from 1996. But it's not true, all... though, because you're just because yeah, no. you can't tell me yeah, it's but, not uh, there. Could you just, like, I remember this. It's very etched in my memory. But um, I just played it, nice. it literally it two weeks ago. And tomb raiding and, you know, we didn't have to worry about murdering. Yeah, mobs but, but my mobs point is, you just have to worry about murdering animals handles, and that issue far more yeah, I, than the game from 2013 i think that's better than yeah waves of uh mindless uh criminals mm. 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 so well, what basically we're saying is mike's q is very thankful that on the drive home from the hospital there wasn't nathan and sully riding around in a jeep followed, <laughs> followed by an apc with a machine turret on the top um, <laughs> and runs them off the road because <laughs> frankly if that had been written into the script he, he, they, they would have been dead um, and on in, that in note the, in, the old, in the old war movie style of Spot the Stiff um, is it, I'm, I'm going to go home here's a photograph of my wife my, my fiance, we're going to get married after the war next thing that guy's fucking dead <laughs> right um, Matt, how do you feel about Ironbrook? Uh, pretty good. I think um, I think I'm throwing a few chest hairs after finishing that bottle. Um, do you, Do you feel like going and working on a dockyard? <laughs>